Real Cuff Radio is about to begin. Everybody loves a hero. I believe there's a hero in all of us. Welcome to Real Cuff Radio, and I'm excited tonight because we actually have two people on the line. One is one of the lawyers at the ADF. His name is Kevin Cheerio, and the other one is Chief Cochran, which you may have seen a video about him on Facebook, or you may have read something in the newspaper, but basically he has been fired for his beliefs. And so, Kevin, would you mind telling us a little bit about the Alliance Defending Freedom? Sure. Alliance Defending Freedom is a nonprofit legal organization. It's an alliance of uh, many different organizations that defend the right of people to um, to believe and to live out their faith. And we do that on a, a number of different levels. But one of the ways we do it is take cases like Chief Cochran's for free and uh, people who have had their religious liberty restricted. In Chief Cochran's case, he was actually fired because of the religious convictions he expressed in a Bible study book. And, uh, and we defend those with an eye towards not only helping Chief Cochran uh, make sure his rights are protected, but also establishing precedent so that others like Chief Cochran can live out their faith. I read some of the bio stuff on y'all about 80% of winning in your cases, and, and uh, it looks like you've done a lot of work in the Supreme Court over the last uh, seven years. That's exactly right. And in just this this year, we won two Supreme Court cases, one on behalf of the um, Jack Phillips, who um, has Masterpiece Cakes and was being forced or forced to um, make a cake and participate in a religious ceremony um, uh, for a same-sex wedding that he that would have violated his convictions. And then we also won on behalf of some pro-life pregnancy centers in California who were being forced to refer for abortion. So God has really blessed us not only um, in the past uh, uh, seven years with about nine victories, but just recently we've had two victories just this very term. And, and we're very, very pleased and honored and humbled by the fact that God was able to use ADF in that way. Chief Cochran, you know, one of the things that amazed me is first of all, I mean, I saw that you were you were chief, you know, fire chief over in Shreveport, and then you were fire chief in Atlanta, and then Obama took you up to the highest office there is. That's correct. I um, have had what I like to call a childhood dream come true fairy tale career, uh, in that I was only five years old when. I was smitten by a fire across the street from where we lived uh, that I wanted to be a firefighter. You know, the grown-ups told us that our dreams were going to come true in our country if we believe in God and get a good education and respect grown-ups and treat other children like we wanted to be treated. They said in the United States, all of our dreams would come true. And in my case, uh, that certainly uh, what happened. I became a, fire, a firefighter in 1981 and advanced through the ranks and became the fire chief in Shreveport uh, in 1999 and then a, a couple of years in 
a stint in Atlanta, and then the highest office in the American Fire Service. Uh, I was appointed to the United States Fire Administration, and uh, about a year there, and I was recruited to go back to Atlanta under Mayor Kasim Reed. I mean, you've had one heck of a career. This book, you wrote a book, and this was just for your the man in your Bible study at at church. Is that uh, right? Yes, sir. It it actually started from a small group Bible study that I was going through at church called the Quest for Authentic Manhood. And uh, that question, the title of the book, Who Told You That You Were Naked, is the question that God asked Adam in the Garden of Eden in Genesis chapter 3. And um, uh, I was just so curious about that question. Uh, I was just wondering, um, was God asking Adam more than who told you you don't have on any clothes? And so it was the research into that question uh, that led to so much material that I decided it would be helpful not only to the men at my church, but really Christian men in the body of Christ as a whole. And uh, that's when I decided to publish it uh, in a book. And, of course, I did all that research on my own time and uh, published it with my own funds and, um, you know, before, um, you know, as it relates to the publishing of the book. Let me ask you about that book. Now, is it available for anybody to order? Yes, sir. It is available on Amazon Books, uh, Who Told You That You Were Naked. Of course, there's a couple of books with that title, so they would want, if they want my book, they'd have to look for my name, Kelvin J. Cochran. But it's also uh, on the website of 3GPublishingInc.com. That is the self-publisher uh, are the publishing company that published the book, 3GPublishingInc.com. The reason I ask that is because anytime they're they're really fighting uh, to to suppress something, it tells me that every church in America probably needs to order some copies of your book and, and use it for a Bible study because every time they try to take something away, that means there's got to be a real gold nugget in there. Yes, sir. I, you know, I, I appreciate you saying that. Um, really, the essence of the book uh, was dealing with Christian men who still struggle with condemnation, and that's uh, the vast majority of us. You know, when men have a transgression, you know, as we sometimes do, you know, we we have this tremendous sense of being overwhelmed, of guilt and shame, and, and that we'll never be good enough to please God. When the reality is Jesus solved that problem for us on Calvary. And uh, so the book is addressing how do we overcome condemnation after we've been, you know, clothed with Christ. And um, But in the book, I just simply talk about one of the greatest challenges that many Christian men still wrestle with, and that's sexual sin. And I simply explain that from a biblical standpoint, that uh, God created sex and he intended it to be between a man and a woman and to do it in a way that honors him it has to be done in holy matrimony. And uh, that's really the essence of what drew attention to my book by the city and ultimately what caused me to be terminated. Now, I know that in everything that goes on, there's always a underlining agenda. And I saw, the reason I saw this case was I think I was on Facebook or something, and I had seen a video that was put out either by the ADF or I'm not sure. But anyway, it, it talked about 
you know, told your story basically and, and how, you know, your childhood dream and everything went through very good video, by the way, whoever did it. Um, but then it talked about the uh, city councilman, Alex Wan. So I did some research on him. You know, he's in District 6, and basically his voting uh, approval was not very high. And then he, uh, he went to um, legislate and enforce this one. Uh, it, it, basically, it was Chessine Bridge Road. It was to force these adult entertainment businesses out of there by, you know, rezoning it. And what it ended up doing, it, it included a lot of gay clubs. And so he lost all the gay votes. And it kind of looks like to me he was trying to win those gay votes back by what he turned around and did to you. I mean, that's just what it looks like on paper. So I don't know how where that goes, but it kind of looked like it was all tying together. What do you think about yeah. that, Kevin? Well, I, it, it's hard to know what his motivations were. Uh, he did say, though, in public that uh, Chief Cochran can have whatever beliefs he wants. He just has to check them at the door when he comes to work for the city. And, of course, what that means is if you believe what the Bible says and what the, the majority of the three major religions uh, teach about marriage, then you're not eligible to be the fire chief of the city of Atlanta. And that's an outright religious discrimination based upon beliefs and convictions. And the Constitution is very clear that you can't do that. Well, the other thing about that is, you know, I, I work in surgery. I work in hospitals. And if I checked my beliefs at the door, you know, my beliefs are what drive me to have compassion and love and caring for these patients. You know, if I checked them at the door, I, I would just be like, you know, anybody else that really didn't care. Let's just get the job done and do it and get out of here. You know, so there's something really wrong with uh, that statement itself. That's right. And and I think what what's going on is on uh, in, at bottom here, you have um, some city officials who uh, are catering to a very vocal minority. Um, the 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 gay folks and uh, and they singled out uh, just a one or two pages in the chief's book that they perceived as negative and incidentally if I would encourage anyone who's skeptical to go read the book his book is not really even about marriage and not even about sexual sin it's about the fact that men need to step up and try to live lives that are not only honoring of God, but honoring of their spouses and honoring of their children. And they singled out and took out of context, out of context several passages and, and pretend that that's what the book is about, and that's not what it's about at all. So um, certainly Chief Cochran did express the, the conventional beliefs among Christians and, and most major religions that marriage is between a man and a woman, but that it shouldn't be any kind of a constitutional crisis. It, what amazes me, too, is is that a book like that, I mean, that, truthfully, that's what we really need. With I mean, we've got so many fathers that, that are leaving and so many divorces. And, so, you know, people need something in their life with some stability. And that book is, is the perfect example of that. And then, you know, hey, let's let's because of that, let's destroy someone's career who – I mean, if you look at him, he is, is the perfect example of 
coming forth with, you know, his dreams and becoming exactly what he was intended to be. And I always love those stories because you can look at him and go, well, wait, if he can do it, I can do it. And I always look for those kind of stories, too, because I have a lot of the younger generation listening to us now, and I want them to understand that. If he can do it, I can do it. I mean, even even in the presidency, you know, um, I've, hopefully I've got an interview coming up with Bill Clinton. Am I a Bill Clinton supporter? Not, not so much. But the truth is, if he can do it, you know, then maybe that would give another kid a chance to say, I can do it. You know, that's one of the whole bases of the book and uh, really the foundation of the testimony that I share. Uh, in the United States of America, you know, we should, we have the rights that are guaranteed in our Constitution that uh, we can dream dreams and uh, all the resources available uh, to us for our dreams to come true are right here in the United States of America and through uh, patriotism and through faith and certainly in, in our case, the Christian faith, um, you know, anyone in America, in spite of how their life begins, even a life of poverty, as my my life began with a single mom on welfare and food stamps, with uh, faith in God and Jesus Christ, and you know a constitution that drives your patriotism. You can literally be anything you want to be in our country, and um, so to suppress the faith component, uh, as some groups would want to do, really takes away a major, major uh, leg of the American dream actually becoming a reality. And uh, that's why it's so important for uh, a ministry like ADF to fight on behalf of Americans who really don't have the resources to fight the government by themselves. And uh, thank God we've won the major claims uh, in our case, even though the litigation is ongoing. uh, We've made a major step in not only correcting the wrong that was done to me, uh, but what it means is no government employee would ever have to go through what I went through uh, with a victory um, that ADF is is uh, on the verge of getting. Yeah, can you give us an update on that, Kevin, exactly what you won? Sure. The great news is that the court, without having to go to trial, said that the city of Atlanta violated Chief Cochran's rights when they made him, fired him for not getting permission before he wrote this book and said that the policy that was in place was unconstitutional and that, um, and that uh, they had unbridled discretion, which basically means it, it left them free to discriminate against Chief Cochran. And so uh, that's the great news. Uh, now we're at the stage of the trial where we're determining how much Chief Cochran was damaged by the loss of his career, loss of his reputation, by all of the things that the city said, and the fact that he was terminated after having such a stellar career, being the chief fire administrator of the United States and and uh, the fire chief of the year, and um, uh, many many accolades uh, were definitely. Uh, the the legs were taken out from those when he was fired, and there were a lot of things said about him that just weren't true. Yeah, I saw. Now I don't know which which one I was reading, but I read the opening statement where you know the ADF basically compared this whole thing to uh, you know the Christians as the communists of the Cold War, and I thought that was such a true statement when he was comparing back to when they took. I don't remember what year it was now, but they they basically 
took in these ones to make sure they weren't communist. And, right, uh, right. Um, unfortunately, too many people don't even know a lot of this is going on. Is there anything you need to share that besides this case that you're doing right now that people need to know? Absolutely. ADFlegal.org, you can go there and get an update on several cases and several clients that um, that we have that are in the same position as Chief Cochran, for instance, Baronel Stutzman in, in Washington near Spokane, as, as at risk of losing her business because she refused to participate in a same-sex wedding with her um, with her uh, floral uh, arrangements and designs. And we also represent Jack Phillips, who is in Colorado and owns Masterpiece Cakes, and he was discriminated against. And as I indicated at the beginning of the show, um, they uh, we won at the Supreme Court on his behalf because the. The commission there in Colorado went after him because of his beliefs. And interestingly, they just, uh, even after we won at the Supreme Court and they lost, they've gone back after him. And uh, and so we're continuing to fight that fight. And we have several others around the country that are similar. And so religious liberty and the ability to live out your faith, um, not just within the four walls of your home, is under attack in this country. You know, when Obama first got in office, I started a Facebook page that was pray for Obama and his family because the the word of God says that to pray for your elder, pray for your leaders. And, and so I started this page, which, it, you know, is probably one of the largest ones out there. And uh, so I put this, when I saw that video, I put this video up of chief Cochran and you would be amazed at how many people, first of all, had never heard of it, but they were just shocked. Mm-hmm. They were shocked that this, that this could happen it is in true, America. Um, that uh, many people aren't aware of this, that this kind of thing goes on on a regular basis. And the great thing about the most recent case that the Supreme Court came down with, the Masterpiece Cake Shop with Jack Phillips, is, is uh, Justice Kennedy, before he retired, said, you can't single out um, Christians because of their beliefs about same-sex marriage and 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 be hostile to them as a government. And and equate their beliefs with Nazi Germany. Um, you you can't, as a government official, do that. And and there's an attempt to de- there's definitely an attempt to do that, not only within some parts of the media, but also by government officials across the country. And the Supreme Court has said some, pretty clearly that uh, that that's unconstitutional. And so we're very hopeful. Chief Cochran, in in your wildest dreams, could you imagine this was ever going to happen to you? Uh, no, sir, not in our country. You know, uh, growing up in Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, the culture there uh, was so um, pro-faith. I mean, people just uh, openly and boldly lived out their faith, even in even government officials. And uh, I can recall it at, as fire chief in Shreveport, um, I was often asked to speak in churches uh, and and wear my uniform, uh, you know, at Men's Day programs and church anniversaries and religious banquets and uh, people, you know, they just celebrated, you know, a government official who, you know, lived out their faith in their public office. And so uh, I brought that same spirit to the city of Atlanta, expecting the same uh, equity, the same justice. And, um, ultimately discovered that it was not the same and um but 
you know, it just shouldn't happen in the United States of America. And it certainly should not have happened in the city of Atlanta, a city who has a history and a heritage of fighting for uh, liberties and justice and, and rights. Well, just to let you know, I work in Shreveport a lot, and they still uh, openly talk about God, you know, a lot, you know, especially, uh, you know, in, during the surgery cases or, or uh, to patients. And, and so, obviously, they're still carrying on the same trend. But like I told some of my friends, this could happen to you. I mean, here I do a radio show tomorrow. You know, the same thing could turn around and happen to me. Uh, because of your radio show, we're firing you from your job because we, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I, I just want people to understand that, you know, nobody is exempt from things like this happening. And, I mean, especially when you look at your case, I mean, Obama took you up to the top position, and this still happened to you. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, so it could really happen to anybody. Uh, but the good news for you, though, though, is if they do fire you from your job for doing your radio show, you've got a firsthand uh, connection with Kevin Terrio, uh, the lead <laughs> attorney in my case, who can who can come to your rescue. That's that's good to know because who knows? I mean, you never know what tomorrow has. Um, Kevin, I have to say, okay, I know y'all do these uh, cases for free. Is there a way that people can to help support you or, you know, uh, support the organization? Absolutely. Uh, as I said before, uh, ADFlegal.org is the place to go. You can not only learn, um, educate yourself about, uh, about your rights and about the rights of your family and your, um, your grandkids and your coworkers, and um, you can also... Um, learn what you need to be praying for in this country and also around the world. And, of course, if you would like to support us financially, uh, we provide all of our services free of charge, and um, any little bit helps, and you can do that online too. Yeah, because people listening need to understand some of these cases can run millions of dollars. That's exactly right. Yeah, it, the justice is, is expensive oftentimes, especially in situations like this where um, when you have – rights that are really invaluable at stake and that um, that in this case could have a profound effect for a lot of different folks across the country who want to be able to speak up and not be punished for what they say um, at their job. Chief Cochran, do you have any final words or that you want to tell? Well, uh, I would just like to uh, end my remarks by sharing with your listeners that uh, whenever it comes down to a choice of uh, keeping your job and living out your faith, always go with living out your faith. When it comes to a choice of living out your faith or uh, keeping your business, always go with living out your faith because God will always prepare uh, his sons and daughters to face persecution. And he's chosen us for these major tests so that we can demonstrate in these days and times that there are still men and women who are Esther's and Shadrach, Meshach's and Abednego's and Daniel's uh, who really stand on their faith. Uh, and it gives God an opportunity to show himself strong on our behalf and uh, to know that God has lifted up a standard uh, and he's using a law firm like 
Alliance Defending Freedom, really a ministry like Alliance Defending Freedom to stand up on behalf of his sons and daughters who have the courage and faith to stand. Well, Kevin, I guess what, what do you have to say here at the end? And I don't want to keep you all too long, but I sure did enjoy you coming on. And I, I hope that some, somebody out there can take this information and really uh, pass it along, do something with it, and not just, you know, oh, it's just another show. Well, and we really appreciate you having us on and the opportunity for Chief to tell his story and let people know that um, not only should they take the chance to educate themselves and go to ADFlegal.org, but they um, hopefully will be motivated to do something about it. And if they, you know a medical professional or uh, a uh, professional that's a firefighting professional or uh, who's been threatened with their job because of what they believe, call us, um, give us, uh, go online and, and, uh, and, and be willing to take a stand. I tell you, I just would like to close with the fact that it's been a privilege to work with the chief these past couple of years. He um, is a motivation for me because he was willing to um, do and say what he needed to, what he felt like God wanted him to say, no matter um, what the consequences were, and it's always a privilege to stand with people like that. I also want to mention, too, your radio podcast show that I, I talked to you about it before we came on. It's called Freedom Matters, and it should be under any of the podcasts, but I have not personally listened to it, but I read some of the, the different shows and thought, well, I'm going to start listening next week because, truthfully, we, we need to educate ourselves better on what is going on we need to help promote and stop a lot of this stuff before it does take away our freedom. That's exactly right, and uh, and and that's a great great way to do that. That keeps you up to date on all the cases going on around the country and in, and around the world where religious freedom is at risk. Well, Chief Cochran and Kevin, I want to thank you so much for coming on, and I'm going to say that's a wrap.